Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, AudioMac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Romantic Truth Podcast. Please be advised that the content of this show is for mature audiences 18 and over due to the topics discussed. Please feel free to follow and like Romantic Truth on Facebook at facebook.com slash romantic truth. You may also listen to the podcast on anchor.fm slash romantic truth. Now, here is your host Jawson. Hi everyone, Johnson with you here, Romantic Truth Las Vegas. I hope everybody's doing well. I sure am, I hope. Haven't checked yet, but I will just assume that I'm doing well. Folks, a couple of things we need to talk about. Some of you ladies have written in asking about what it takes to get a good man. Well, it depends on you, really. It depends on you more than it does anything else. We look for answers to questions sometimes externally when the answer is internally with us. Now, hear me out. Many of you ladies listen to a lot of these female dating coaches. I've looked through many of the uh, (laughs) social media apps and different applications and listened to many of them. A lot of them have this disposition that For some reason, a man is going to roll out the red carpet and they walk all over it and him too. Ladies, a lot of these women are putting stuff out just to get likes and content so they can get products sold. As I told you on this show, I'm not hawking any products. Only thing I ask you to do is to subscribe to the show. And the only reason for that is so that I will never have to charge you for subscription. That's the reason why. Because after all, I put my heart, sweat, tears, and money into this place to make it comfortable for you. I don't have a problem with that. It's not a gift trip on my part to you. The only thing I ask is that you share the link and you subscribe. That's it. You don't have to open your wallet or purse for anything. Now, And I'm going to try to keep it that way on the podcast for sure. Now, here's the thing that I'm going to tell you. A lot of these dating coaches, male and female, are full of shit. First of all, let me tell you one thing. As you know, I have 30 plus years experience out there on the dating scene. Voluntary, where I went out there and enjoyed myself and had fun and traveled and did all the shit that many of these young people are trying to do now. Passport bros and all that. (laughs) Here's the thing. That's all well and good. Nothing's changed. The only thing that's changed is technology. Same old shit. People say, well, you haven't been there since so-and-so. It doesn't matter. Same old shit. Culture hasn't changed. Nothing's changed. See, you're not missing out on anything is what I'm getting at. And that's the one thing you got to realize about dating and relationships. This shit is recycled underwear. Every 
decade is the same old shit reheated over. The behaviors, the people that you'll meet, the only thing that's going to be different, they may have different music, different culture, different sounds, different personalities, but it's going to be the same old shit packaged in a different way. Now, I don't mean to be cynical about this, but I'm just telling you the truth about it. Now, here's some things that we have to realize. Dysfunction, you're going to find people always coming to relationships to try to resolve those issues with them. They're going to be looking for the answer in other people. That's universal. You're going to have people that are going to be insecure, that's going to need to be shored up. You're going to have people that want to have a hero in their lives, and they're going to be looking for that too. These are things that are perpetual in the dating world. They don't go away. They don't change over time. What they try to do is put a new face on dating with new things that they try to introduce. But it's the same old shit, folks. You know, it's like they do every 10 years with nightclubs in Los Angeles. Usually it's every three or five now. They'll put another paint job on it, call it a different name to try to see if they can get a better crowd. They can spend more money on drinks. It's the same old shit heated over. Now, you could leave the dating scene today, come back 10 years from now, and you'll see the same characteristics same behavior, same type of people, different bodies, but the same overall issues. Now, a lot of times these dating coaches, the female dating coaches are basically manufacturing gold diggers for the most part. And many of the male dating coaches are trying to promote testosterone products and tell you about how dumb women are and they're going on that misogynistic tip. So you got two extremes. And what happens with people when they're drawn to extremes? They need leadership. That's the reason why they go there. They want somebody to be their savior and their salvation, to represent them. Just like Donald Trump is doing to a lot of people. Oh, you know why those Republican uh, congressmen and women are so quiet on criticizing them. They want that voter, that Trump voter, that low information voter. They want that person and they don't want to offend them because if they tell the truth to them, oh no, they'll wake up and see the light. No, keep them in that Fox News coma. That's what they want to do. Then you got those women that are in those marriages and relationships that don't want to speak up for themselves. No, they're voting because their husband wanted them to vote that way because they wanted somebody to lead them. Stand by your man. More than likely, stand behind your man. So, let's look at what do you get out of some of these uh, coaches. That's the reason why I don't call myself a life coach, dating coach, nope, relationship coach, nope, relationship counselor, nope. I'm just a guy that's had a lot of experience dating who's willing to acknowledge that, hey, you know what? 
I'm no expert. The reason why I'm no expert, even though I've been exposed to a lot of different things, I'd rather admit that and be a lay person than to take on a title with limited experience. Oops. How the fuck is a person who's only been married one time in one relationship their whole lives going to tell me about dating and relationships? They've only been with one person. Oh, but you're supposed to say, oh, because they've been married so long and they're this one person that they've been with that apparently it worked for them. You don't know the consequences. You don't know the circumstances and you don't know the reasons why their marriage or relationship works, do you? You're going by the optics. And this is the problem with most people when it comes to dating and getting into relationships. It's all about the optics. As I told you before, surface dating is real. There are people out there, they don't want to get serious about anybody. They like being the social butterfly. They like just skimming across the top of the water of dating and get the benefits of it, the notoriety from it, the attention from it, the self-esteem from it that makes them feel like somebody. And for some people, and some of you guys can attest to this, there's some women out there that love the accolades. They love being taken out to the five-star restaurants and all the rest. But guess what they don't want to do? They don't want to give up no pussy. And also, they don't want to give up any of their feelings. They feel entitled to walk over a man financially without a problem. See, the thing is, if they sleep with a guy, believe it or not, in some cases they think that they have defeated the purpose. You'll find women who have done that in the past and got burned. They're the ones that are out there that are telling the guys no sex before a certain milestone in the relationship. Those are the women that are going out there saying, uh, I don't want to get serious. We'll just be platonic friends and we'll date and we'll go out. Fellas, let me tell you something. A platonic female friend that is not organically developed is a waste. If you have tried for a woman and that woman has turned you down and put you in the friend zone let me tell you right now that platonic relationship behind it is going to be a waste where it's not going to work to your benefit as a man because see women have a different perspective than men when it comes down to friends as i told you before a woman will turn down a man and as a consolation prize, probably say that, oh, well, you, we can still be friends. I let women know straight up, no, we can't be friends if I tried to make a move on you to date you because I'm still gonna try to fuck you. And so she knows up front, handle with care. And of course, what do most women do? They say, nah, no, nah, that's okay. And then you have the others that want to challenge. Oh, I love those fools. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. We'll control that. Mm -hmm. And then 
They're going to always be curious. Never fails. But see, here's the thing. A lot of women feel as though as long as they're turning down men that they're in control. And they kind of like that sensation of being in control. I can control my feelings and I can control the way somebody else feels about themselves and about me. It's a very powerful thing to have. And see, the problem is it goes to a lot of women's heads when they think that way. Because they have done it with a few guys. Now, here's the sad thing about it. A lot of women that may try things to see whether or not it really works and then take it on the road, guess who they try it with? Some of the weakest men out there. Oh, and it goes well because there's a hell of a lot of weak men out there because she knows how to attract those guys. Now, the guy she may want to go for may ask more of her than she's willing to give. And that's when she starts getting nervous. That's when she wants a commitment. That's when she wants a lot of shit up front, a lot of guarantees up front about the relationship. Because now she's having to give more than she's had to give with the rest of the amateur guys along the way. Because, see, you got to remember one thing, ladies. The guys that are going to hang around and put up with the bullshit, those guys are scratch pads for you. The good men, they're not hanging around. They're not waiting. The goobers of the world, the guys that are going on Instagram, liking and hollering at every woman they possibly can, having OnlyFans subscriptions that are causing them financial trouble, that are all into porn and everything. Those are the guys that put you on that platter. Those are the guys that are gonna bow down. And sometimes that gives you a false sense of reality when it comes down to men. So what I would strongly suggest is that you never base your attitude, um, your entitlement or your disposition on the experience of a few men that bow down to you. Because you will find that you're going to run across something you never ran across before. And God help you if that guy does not have the best intentions for the both of you. Because he can fuck your life up and your mind up very badly. Now some of you guys already know this because some of you guys are weak and you've been fucked over by some of these women. They have mind fucked you to death. But see, here's the problem with both sides of the equation. When you want something worse than they want you back, that's where you get the total disadvantage. And no matter how you try to humanize yourself and plead your case for them to show compassion and some sort of uh, love or concern, they don't give a shit. As they see it, you're nothing more than just a regular product, a byproduct. That's it. That's all you are. Nothing more than that. And they're going to make sure that you understand it. Now, 
There are different approaches that women use on men. You have the damsel. That's the woman that can't do anything and she expects a man to do everything. But guess what? She's fading in the background. Who are the guys that are attracted to the damsel? The guys that are attracted to the damsel are men who want the manly man macho role. I'm the man, you woman. Don't worry about a thing, I got you. Now, the offset to that for some women is they may get a guy who's insecure and he finds his security in being masculine, dominant, and being condescending to his woman. Well, you can't have it both ways. So if you want that manly man, he may be an asshole in the process and all that attracts you even more to him until he becomes an asshole towards you. More in a moment, folks. All right, now, we talked about the damsel. Then you're gonna have the fiercely independent woman. Now, usually the fiercely independent woman has already been abused in some kind of way. Not always, but usually, depending on how independent she is. That woman that does not want to have anything to do with anybody doing anything for her, she's going to do it her own way. She'll make her own damn clothes. She don't want society to do anything. A lot of times, something fucked up happened in her past that caused her to be so damn independent. And so, untrusting of others. Fellas, as you know, women that have trust issues, the first thing you gotta look for is whether or not they had a history of abuse. Doesn't necessarily mean that it took place, but this is something you should look for because usually it's in there somewhere. Now, the other thing too. The one thing, oh, let me just clarify one thing. The one thing I want you to understand too, don't put something there if it's not there. If it's genuinely not there. What I mean is, don't go in with confirmation bias looking for something when it doesn't exist. Now, if it does exist and it's acknowledged by her, then you guys can work on it. Starting point. But see, the first thing that has to happen is the person has to open up. And as we talk about a lot of times, communication with consideration, right? Both of them together, not just communication by itself. Because you could be an effective communicator as you see it. But don't forget you have a receptive audience, right? So you got to watch your tone, your inflection. Even the environment in which you disclose whatever topic you're going to talk about to that person. Even the timing. And a lot of times people don't think about that shit. Oh no, I'm going to be brutally honest. Oh, they got to put an adjective on it. Brutally honest. As opposed to unbrutally honest. Cracks me up. Now, let's get back to this. Okay, you're going to have the fiercely independent woman. Now, she would see depending on someone else is a weakness. Total weakness. And you have to work your way into her life. Now, the reason why she doesn't have that many men after her 
as far as really pursuing a relationship with, there are plenty of guys that are going to try to fuck this woman because she's going to be that nut that the guy want to crack. But the problem is nobody's going to hang around to really get to know her because she's got all of these damn armor plates set up around her. And these are the kind of women that will do this shit where they maybe have got stood up by a boyfriend in their 20s and they hold that attitude and they'll be in their damn 40s and now all of a sudden they're on Bumble or somewhere looking for a man with those same guards up but they haven't grown any. The other type of woman you'll run across, the introvert. She's going to be self-deprecating with her human everything. Might even wear glasses, maybe a little bit overweight. It's not archetype. You'll find these women on these dating sites. She'll be smart as a whip. She could take a fraction and make it scream. May not be the most attractive girl in the world because she doesn't have the confidence. Lady. Woman. So in that sense, she may not feel as though she's good enough. She may feel inadequate. Now, you know, when people talk about, you know, you complete me, you're my soulmate, all of these cliches from romantic comedies. Yeah, you might find her there. Because, see, a woman like this may be kind of awkward and clumsy because she's never been really that romantic because the she just never had that appeal doesn't mean she's a bad woman at all these women are very nice women they could be very good in relationships and a lot of these women have good pussy and i'm not saying that just to objectify these women they have a lot of built up pent up demand a lot of love to share and with the right person that woman is going to turn your ass out. Now, the thing that's good about these women, these kind of women are usually more devoted. They're awkward in so many ways. And sometimes they're too self-critical and you got to catch them on that and bring them back to let them know, hey, you know what? Quit beating yourself up. And impatient men don't like dealing with these ladies because of the fact that they look at it as TMW, too much work. Now, the other type of woman, the pick me. Now, a lot of women don't like the pick me. But what the pick me is, is a girl that tries to, I keep saying girl, ladies forgive me lady, woman, that stands up for herself and says, yeah, uh, I didn't do what the rest of those women did, so you got a choice right here for a good woman. They're raising a hand, saying, here I am. Now, here's the problem with some of the pygmies. They can become very condescending. Some of them are too bougie. And the worst thing in the world you could do, ladies, is be bougie and not have shit. Please don't. If you're going to be condescending to a man about finances, 
make sure you're wealthy if you're gonna do that because if he finds out that you don't have shit he's gonna dog your ass out ladies and a lot of you have experienced that because see as he sees it you're making him jump so high and yet you're standing still not jumping with him so as he sees it then well shit you know since she deceived me why don't I get with a woman that has some of the things that she said that I need to have there's some men who roll it back like that so when you look at that guy and you're saying well why are you with her why did you cheat on me with her well let's see all of the things you wanted out of me I look for that in another woman and I found it yeah she may not be as attractive as you are but guess what I never have to worry about her being without a career I never have to worry about her coming leaning on me for fun, money or finances or anything because she's got everything there a lot of you ladies that are depending on your beauty and your sex appeal you're going to find it more difficult going forward to attract men especially with this newfound horizon that some of these guys realize I knew that existed back in the 80s when I did my travel because during that time it was refreshing to meet women that weren't about money it was refreshing to meet women that was about asking me things like in Europe about my family a relationship fellas if you date a Russian woman more than likely um, she's going to be very direct. My experience with dating Russian women have been positive, but something I didn't expect. They're not going to an unemployment office. They'll take their asses to a real estate class and become a real estate broker. <laughs> they just have a way of thinking that it's like why do this when I could do this and make more okay but here's the thing they use their own effort they're not waiting for a man to do it for them they're not living vicariously through someone else's lifestyle that's the difference even the young lady from Uganda that I dated she graduated from law school did her, intern her internship in practice and she went back home and now she works I believe with one of the NGOs back in Uganda people the quality of the person is far more important now than the quantity of it Those numbers you have, 34, 32, 36. Okay. But they're not the focal point anymore. They're like an accessory. They're looking at the core woman now. When a man asks, what do you bring to the table, ladies? He's not asking for pussy. 
He's not asking for money. He's looking at, are you worth the investment with the character and behavior situation that you bring? That's what they're looking at. That's what they're looking at. That's what they're looking for. But, you know, you got the confrontational thing, Well, And that's another thing that many of these uh, dating coaches, female dating coaches, will train you on as far as being very condescending and confrontational. Not a good look. Men are looking for feminine women. They're not looking for people that are trying to duplicate or replicate them. Now, true enough, there have been a lot of women that had to be head of household, and they had to take on some masculine characteristics because... Maybe they had an irresponsible baby daddy or something of that sort. Well, you know what? That's on you. Because we're not going to sit there and say, oh, well, you know, let's unpeel this onion. We're not doing that. Just like you're not doing it with us as men. You know good and well you've run out of fucks to give about us, for the most part, ladies. And we understand that as men. So therefore, what that means is that we've got to shore ourselves up with the understanding that, hey, if we're dealing with you, we have to come correct. Even though guys come over there and try to bullshit you. And ladies, you get approached more by men than we do by women, statistically. So you probably seen the same old shit over and over. How many of you ladies have heard the same old line that a guy uses? And they go across it. How many times? It's that same shit. See, another thing that you have to realize too is this, (laughs) that we don't talk about much. Many of you as well want to flaunt and show out in front of your girlfriends with your man so you're looking for that man primarily not necessarily for your own benefit but for the benefit of others believe it or not he has a Mercedes you want to drive that Mercedes to your girlfriend's house and show it off make you feel validated make you feel like you've arrived taking someone else's valor and glory that's a hollow ass victory and you don't want to be in that position. So you want to be in a position where you can go and enjoy your life and not have to look at, oh, I'm only happy vicariously through this man's effort and everything he's provided for me. Outside of that, going for everything that I did for myself, I ain't shit. If you ever get a point of telling yourself that, You done fucked up in major ways. And a lot of you try to deflect so you don't even think about it. But many of you get in relationships and those kind of things just so that you could floss in front of your girlfriends. What is a guy going to do with, you know, showing off in front of another guy? Oh, man, he got fine-ass woman. Yeah, and the guys already know, well, he's got a fine-ass woman probably because he's got a little money. Even though the guy can be ugly as fuck. 
But being he got the money, he got that fine ass woman. It's no secret. You look at what Mike Tyson used to say that he did. Go to a Rolls Royce dealership, buy the car. And he'd buy the car with the condition that the woman would come over to visit. And in some cases, he'd probably give her the car. He knew he was no George Clooney. And that woman knew so too. It was all transaction. And see, that's the thing that you got to come to grips with. There are some people out there. You're going to run across relationships, ladies and gentlemen, where it's just going to be transactional on that primitive level. Because both parties don't have much to offer in that sense. Because the very nature of the relationship is based on money and sex. And that's it. We'll talk more in just a moment. woman who feels entitled. Now she's been pampered by her family, friends. She only has the people around her that are yes people. Now on the opposite side of the spectrum, on the male side, he will have that same type of thing. Except here's the difference. On the male side of the equation, he's going to be pampered because the parents want him to do well. And they're spending more time than they should in the sense of not allowing him to learn certain lessons on his own. They're going to always run interference for him. So therefore, he has this idea that I already have protection. There are people that are supposed to protect me. There are people that are supposed to fall down in front of me so that I don't get injured. And this is the way this person firmly believes life should go. And so therefore, the Donald Trumps of the world, this is the kind of uh, mindset they have. You should go and sacrifice yourself for me. And symbolically, they will always give a person the impression they're doing something for them that's greater, like a, serving a greater good. Now here's the thing, they will get to a point we're just talking about men here for right now. They will get to the point where they will get to a point of saying something to the effect of, I'm so glad you're my friend, but I require loyalty. And you know I'm loyal to you. Here's the catch. They use their presence as leverage for their loyalty. Because I acknowledged you and told you that I'm loyal to you, I expect more from you than I'm going to give you because I established that standard. 
So what this person is doing is actually stepping on the pedestal themselves. And you feel as though you have arrived because this person has kind of ordained you with something special. But the only thing they've told you is something that any other person on the street would tell you. But here's the thing. They have a little bit more charisma. Now, these people specifically look for people around them that are weaker. They have to. Because the one thing that they don't want to do is being confronted or being found out. They don't do well when it comes to confrontation. They don't do well when it comes to being accountable. Because they got to deflect and they got to blame someone else. This is the reason why these people have an arsenal of people around them that are flunkies and failures and fools. They have to have them around. Now, with the women, they have an entourage of women that are stratified underneath them. And the reason being is that one lady is at the top. And if she's a minority, sometimes she's going to be of a lighter skin complexion, maybe longer hair, maybe more European features. The reason being is that woman will attract more men that the other women can benefit from, those beta females that are hanging underneath her. And so they feel as though they can benefit from her by being around her. And they may try to mimic her, try to be like her. And so therefore, they will feel as though, you know what? I'm going to be her bodyguard. I'm going to stand up for her. So she doesn't have to worry about it. I'm in her corner. I'm going to be there to protect her. How many times many of you run into friends who have never met a celebrity, but they're in their fan club and they're going to defend them to the end, no matter what, even though they don't know shit about their private lives. It's about the way they feel about their public image. This is what you run across with people like these. Now, these type of women in particular, we're going on the female side of the same argument. These type of women also are very, um, how could I best say it? Not only entitled, but they are very judgmental of others. So if you are even in their court of people that hang around them, they look at you in a way that's maybe not so complimentary. Even though they may make you feel like a million bucks, you're not worth a million bucks to them. You're expendable along with the rest of them. And so this person's they basically only want to deal with people around them of that same mindset. And usually this starts in the home with the parents, dad especially. Dad will be the spoiler. And as I told you before in many other podcasts, it's not uncommon for the mother to be jealous of the daughter. Dad is spending more energy on the daughter. Dad is buying the daughter a ring. Dad is buying the daughter a brand new car for graduation. Dad is making sure that the daughter has all this money for her wardrobe. Anytime she needs money, she can go to dad. The wife, on the other hand, has to literally beg for money to get an outfit. 
Hasn't had a ring replacement in a long time, in decades. Still driving around in a clunker. And so that envy sets in. And then that mother can't wait for that daughter to get out of the house. She don't want to admit that she's like this, that she feels this way. But she does. And she may make some comments to her husband about it. And the husband will always throw it in her face talking about that's our daughter and she deserves the best. And then mom wants to put it in overdrive to get her ass out of the house. Because that's money he could be spending on me instead of you on that level. He could have bought you a little bullshit ring. He could have bought you a used car and bought me the new car. He could have given me the money for my wardrobe or at least bought you something at Ross instead of taking you to Neiman Marcus where I still have to shop at Walmart. There are women out there that feel this way. They write in about it. And it makes sense that they do. Now, one thing that I wanted to announce today, I am going to cease emails coming into the show from now on. We're not doing that anymore. We're done. I got enough email to last me a lifetime. So don't send anymore, please. You have more than enough. And I've already set the uh, email to bounce many of them back. You can send an email in regards to a topic or something like that still at manictruthpodcast at gmail.com. But just basic emails we're not doing anymore no thanks all right so let's get into it the other type of uh, here's the thing it makes some sense to do so for some guys but other guys have to realize another thing too if you're just going to hit it and quit it fellas that might work for you. If you're thinking about having her as your woman, you got another thing coming because most of the time these women do not want a relationship. They live in the moment. So the moment for them is that time that they're with you. And that moment could be as soon as you bust your nut, she can go clean herself up and leave and never see you again. So please understand, those kind of women, before you think about pulling out your heart, soul to them, please understand one thing. They have options and they will use them. And those options may not include you. All right, let's go on here. The other type of woman that some of you ladies have probably um, been familiar with is the woman who's hypercritical the perfectionist this is a good way ladies to cordon yourself off from away from the world and to attract guys that are only interested in sleeping with you by cracking your code you will never find love from these type of, from guys that pursue women like these the reason being let me tell you what you'll find when it comes to dealing with guys like these. 
you will find the guy that's a mama's boy that likes to be told what to do that's going to do everything you say because he's going to try to jump higher and higher to appease and please you now this kid <laughs> for the most part he's going to be somebody that she's going to tame she's going to train she's going to have at her beck and call she's not really going to respect him because he's weak and he doesn't stand up for himself and she likes the fact that she can dominate him and pretty much tell him what to do and the way she controls him is not through any kind of threats it's always through inadequacies always through her complaints her criticisms and the only thing he's going to do is passively try to appease her and she knows as long as she can keep him in a place where he's always trying to do things the right way, she can always say, you didn't do it correctly. She has that at her advantage. Ladies, many of you have been gaslighted like this with guys as well, because guys do this shit all the time, narcissists especially. So, just understand that. Now, You will have the material girl or woman, lady, your choice. They come in all sizes, all age ranges. These are women that have no intentions of um, anything else but having a guy be a working Joe. As I told you, a working Joe is nothing more than a guy that's going to go work a job because he feels as though he has a woman he doesn't deserve. She's very attractive, the trophy wife. And he feels like he's the luckiest person in the world. He'll go and work overtime. He'll go and do whatever it takes, two or three jobs to keep her happy. She will go run up the credit cards, socialize, have all these other men that are far above his pay grade wanting her. And she can always leverage that against him to keep his ass on that job and to work harder to pay those bills. For the fear of losing her. She will always make it seem as though she's doing him a major favor by having sex with him and constantly remind him that she could do better. You know that question I always tell you never to ask your partner unless you're ready for the answer? Am I the best you can do? Never ask your partner that question because nine times out of ten, if you ask it as a fellow to your woman, She's going to say, honey, let's change the subject. Let's talk about something else because it's going to hit too close to home. But she's going to say, hell no, I could have done better. Just keep that in mind, fellas. Now, the other thing about a woman like this, she becomes very insensitive towards the needs of her man. And the way she looks at it is she could leverage pretty much anything, her attention against him. Because see, she's got him where she wants him. He's not really with her a lot because he's working a hell of a lot in order to pay the bills. And that's the way she keeps her distance from him. That's how she tolerates him in the marriage or relationship. She keeps him busy, keeps him working, keeps him in debt. And that gives her enough time to be with other people that she finds more desirable. 
just the way it goes. The party girl, or party lady or woman. The party girl is the lady that is a surface dater for the most part. She has no intentions of ever getting in a relationship. She has no intentions of getting serious. Now this is the status that many of the Gen Z women are in that are from 18 to 25 years of age. In other words, they want to have sex when they want to. They don't want any commitment. They don't want any obligation. They don't want any overhead pertaining to the relationship. They don't want to be accountable for anything. They just want to go out and have fun. Now understand one thing, guys. A lot of these women will floss in front of you. Very few of them will perform in front of you. In other words, a lot of these women are not going to give you sex. They'll go out, they'll call their girlfriends, there'll be a whole crew of them. They'll sit there, party with you, have fun with you. And when the party's over, they're gone too. They may not want to be close to you. They may not even give you their phone number, but give you their social media handle or something like that, or some group that they're associated with on social media. And you guys may have meetups and that kind of thing. Now, she might fill you out later on and say, well, you know, we've been going out for a while as a group, you know, and she wants to have an interest in you, then that may work. But for the most part, with party girls, who's ever the guy that's the most insecure that's gonna to try to impress the women, usually it's a gamma male, gonna to try to impress the women by buying all these drinks and everything, he's gonna be the guy that they're gonna key on. Now, he'll be the guy that will have the girl's phone number. That's the lead that he wants to talk to. Her other girlfriends are gonna do clit appearance for her. They're gonna make sure that he's not ever alone with her long enough to try to go and do his thing because if she was into him, she would have pulled towards him. She's into what he can provide for her. That's a good time for her and her girlfriends. She'll be more inclusive. So like if uh, he says, well, you know, maybe we can go out and have drinks tomorrow. Drinks means, girl, we got this guy that's buying us drinks tonight. You need to come on. Boom. You don't want to be that guy. You do not want to be that guy. Another thing, fellas, too. If you go out with a woman and she's telling you, well, we should just go out for drinks. Keep in mind, what's on the back end of that will be food. So get some bearing as to how you're going to handle it. What I usually tell women is this. All right, depending on what we go to drink, will determine what we go to eat afterwards. And say, oh, what do you mean by that? Well, if we're going to a bar and you want a bottle of wine that costs $500, we're not coming close to that when it comes down to dinner. It's gonna be <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Put things in perspective. If they call you cheap, so what? You're not dying, right? That's her opinion. I see, I've always looked at, and this is sad, but it's true. I've always looked at the dating experience in the past. It was like a lottery ticket. You wait for the numbers to be called, and if the numbers weren't called, that means the date didn't go anywhere, you threw the ticket away. That's pretty much what you're dealing with. 
It has no intrinsic value, no redeemable value. Now, people that are quality, and maybe things weren't compatible between the two of you, and you agreed to it, and both of you agreed consensually to just be platonic friends, that's different. Now, let me clarify something. Ladies, please understand, when you designate a man who's tried to go for you as a platonic friend, and it's not consensual where he agrees to that, but you call him that, don't get mad if he tries to fuck you later. I'm just telling you. So you gotta make those things abundantly clear. So there won't be any mixed messages. We'll talk more in a moment. We of Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned, or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor or any of its affiliates. The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal, marital, or family, counseling, or for professional practice purposes. In the event for professional assistance, please contact the local licensed professional family counselor, marriage counselor or social services professional in your region. If you need someone to talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jaws and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth podcast under waiver. Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants. All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props. We are an equal opportunity employer with two Yorkie poodles and a rat terrier as the security detail. Please be advised that the content of this podcast is under copyright by Romantic Truth and James Adams.